think I actually wrote down a couple of things I wanted to talk about. But it feels good to record another episode because I haven't in a while. Is this the 360 mic? Uh, no, it no. is directional. Um, so you should just be able to kind of spin it towards you. There we go. Yeah, and you don't have to use that pop filter in the front if you don't want to. Um, but you can. There was some really crazy shit that I was going to talk about that I cannot remember. And it's very frustrating. I need a notepad. Yeah, well, I usually make notes in my phone. Um, and for whatever reason, like, I can't find the notes that I did make. Um, which makes this real interesting. Um, but yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a fun week. My outdoor plants are looking really good. Um, real excited for them. I think I'm going to take and turn the entirety of them into, uh, live rosin. Um, so I've got the hookup on some liquid nitrogen. Ooh, bet. Hell yeah. That'll be sick. I mean, we don't have to do a whole lot, but yeah, it'd be fun to try. I'm wondering how it'll do with the mesh. I'm curious if it'll make the the plastic brittle, where it'll just break. Cause my thought is, so what? Oh, like dipping it in it? Yeah, I say. Oh, okay. We just whole thing in, and yeah. then I think we can like, do you know? Oh, yeah, because essentially think. then it would be like freeze dried. Like, like with wheat, they separate the wheat from the chaff. Mm-hmm. So I think we can just like freeze it. Yeah break it and just smash it up and run it through a grinder and then yeah. i think we can just kind of like separate off mm-hmm. all the plant material and it'll leave us with the rosin yeah 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 and so that so what i was thinking because i have those bubble hash bags mm-hmm. they go from i want to say 220 microns all the way down to 25 um so freezing it and then just taking it and like rolling it in your hands on the top just to separate um and like break apart the actual nugs and then filling that with your ice and water and just mixing it to knock everything through the microns i was gonna um it'd be like the sifting i was thinking we put a joint maybe cut like cut a cup cut the bottom off of a cup and just put like a piece of metal screen there Mm -hmm. and then shatter everything up and i think we can blow i think the like the rosin material will be heavy enough that it'll stay at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Those trichomes. Just blow the plant material off. Yeah, I've got a um, those bubble hash bags I have came with a little twenty-five micron screen. screen. Yeah, it's real flimsy. I wish it had like an actual. What's the word? A frame. Oh yeah. Around it, so you could actually kind of shake it, but. That might not be a terrible idea, because essentially all we're looking for on the live rosin, running it through those bags, is just getting the pure trichomes at the bottom. So that keef, essentially, just without the large-scale separation. Oh, that'll be fun to play with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'll be real fun. And I'll have so much that, like, it, it it won't matter to do experiments, you know. Oh, I mean, I don't think it's going you know. to go badly. Oh, no, it can't. Yeah, Worst like, case scenario, oh, shit, we've got a bunch of dust that we're oh, going to... Cool, press. 
yeah, press or smoke, either way. Um, but just so you guys know, the regular Tyler that is here is a little AWOL. He's going to be taking a little bit of a break. Um, so I'm just going to be filling his spot with guests. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this week's going to be a little bit different. Um, it's mostly going to be me just kind of bullshitting, getting high and talking. Um, but I will let today's guest introduce themselves if they would like. Oh, yeah, I'm Ty, not Tyler. Correct. Quite confusing. <laughs> Correct. Oh, right. God. I need to clean this grinder so fucking bad. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool to have someone else, because, like, it can change the entire dynamic of the show in a really interesting, fun way. Where did this come from? I pressed it. Oh, this is stuff you pressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is the flower that I'm rolling right now pressed. It's that DJ Short Blueberry. Oh, cool. Um, it is fucking potent. <laughs> we had, is this, I think we picked up a moon rock in Colorado. Probably in one of those. Yeah, those are it's from, because she container. never ended up smoking that. She gave it to me. Oh, okay. And, and I ended up smoking it. Um it sucked no oh dude i was excited about that we never got around to it but i'm like biggest like worst migraine and in the shitty thing is is usually those like dispensary like in a lot of moon rocks they skimp on the flower which gives me headaches like shitty bad flower just kills my head um but with this live rosin i plan on making some moon rocks with some of the bud oh so i'm gonna roll the same bud with its own rosin with that same plant's keef and like make my own moon rocks of the same strain all from the same plant you know i think it'd be really interesting just to kind of see see how stupid i can get it because this plant is so good it's so good Man, I've been doing a lot of research into Raw, and like I didn't realize how anal Josh is, the dude who invented Raw. But like I always knew he was a really smart guy, but like holy shit, he really puts a lot of like care and effort into his products. Yeah, they have the the biodegradable ones, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of theirs is like all natural. There's no gross weird shit in it. He um talks about the micropores. In this last video I was watching about how, like, shittier papers were more porous because it makes them burn slower. Oh. But when you would wrap it and actually roll it, it would bring it the number lower just by overlapping these micropores. And he was like, our papers essentially have, like, ten. Huh. So it makes them burn slower and burn better in... There's like a whole lot of shit that he goes into that's really fucking interesting in his videos. Like, um, it's, it's not not your zigzag from back in the day, right? Yeah, he's got um, like one of the oldest paper making machines. Like, it's a oh. rolling paper cutter from France with like hand cut fucking blades and shit. And paper making is kind of cool. Oh, it's so cool. Um, I went to a, like a, a weekend camp at, um, this little farm that my sister worked at and, uh, ended up 
like making our own paper while we were there, which was really cool. Um, I mean, it was a very just like paper in a blender and then oh, yeah. dry it because we were 12. <laughs> um, but that was really cool. But yeah, he still, he said randomly just makes an order of raws with that old machine. So huh. like you could be in theory smoking paper that was made in it, which is neat. I always like weird stuff like that. Oh, same. It's my favorite. It's funny. He's gotten... He's realized that so many of the other shitty paper companies are stealing his ideas. And so, like, on Facebook, he's like, don't worry. They're always watching. He's like, I probably won't show you certain things. <laughs> and I guess he's doing, like... Or thinking about doing some, like, golden ticket thing. Where you can come take a tour of, uh, like, the raw factory and shit. I haven't looked too much into it, but that was the last thing that I had heard, was that he was talking about doing a... Uh, Where is their factory? I have no idea. I I think it's in the United States, um, but I'm not, I'm not sure where exactly. Uh, but I think that'd be something really fun to go do, like, if you ended up winning it, you know? It'd be something really neat. Like Willy Wonka. For Essentially, yeah, that's what he's doing. From, from what I understand, I, I may be totally fucking wrong. I may have had a fever dream and just been high. Let's see here. But, like, I just feel like I've always preferred raw products, though. I want to do, um, I want to do a cigar. Um, would actually use leaves off the plant. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Burt Kreischer um, had this show on Netflix, or still does, or I don't know if he's making any more episodes, but it was him, I, I want to say Tom Segura, and um, a few other celebrities. He was like living in this cabin, and it was him and Joey Diaz, and he had this like, re like one of the world's best cigar rollers come in, and they rolled like, a one ounce cigar and it was just fucking so funny they um butchered a either an emu or an ostrich and it was it was just the funniest reaction because if you ever watch joey diaz like the dude's just hilarious and so like him with this giant fucking pterodactyl in a cooler is the best I was going to try and see where the factory was, but it doesn't show. Oh, that is a wonderful droid. Mm. I fucking love that strain. I'm really happy my clone came back. Because I pulled two clones from the outdoor plant after I had like harvested my indoor and tried it. Because um, I pulled a clone from my indoor one and put it outside in... I gave away a shit ton of clones from this strain. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I had, like, I think my limit at the time and all I had was just this. Because um, I didn't know what it was. And, um, and then I harvested one of my indoor ones and I had already put the other one outdoors. And I was like, fuck, this is really good. And so I went outside and, like, pulled a few clones. They didn't take. And I was like, fuck. So I gave her a few weeks, pulled some more. 
they didn't take, but now one of them is finally popping back up and looking green and, and nice. So I'm real excited about that. Yeah. Oh. How many clones have you harvested so far? Oh man. Um I mean I've I've successfully cloned a few. Um the Acapulco Gold, the real big one out there, mm -hmm. and the Sour Diesel that's in the ground are both clones from my first run of Acapulco Gold and Sour D. Uh, I pulled those and vegged them for a while and then popped them outside. The I've got a Kumauni that's in flower right now. That's a clone from the one in veg. And then the Blueberry. Um, that blueberry. I'm I'm very happy with it. It came out so good. I need to get some of that uh, blueberry beer. I really want you to. Oh. Yes, I am quite excited to try that. It sounds fucking insane, man. Man, it tastes like breakfast and. Hell yeah! Like, oh my god, that's amazing. Dude, that's fucking awesome. Be a good morning at the river. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. Yeah, that sounds incredible. I am going to try to Google this shit that I was thinking about and see if I can't type it. I can't apparently find it on my phone, but I can apparently <coughs> type it, I guess. It's a very strange high. Like, it comes on relatively, like, slow, and then it just kind of shit whips you. Yeah. It's always nice to have a little surprise there. It really is, yeah. This this is apparently the thirty best stoner thoughts. Oh. <laughs> Just like stoner questions. Who decided the alphabet was in alphabetical order? Ooh. Uh, so my question here, <laughs> like, I immediately have questions. Um, was the alphabet created at the same time, or did we create letters on an as-needed basis? Right. So did we just start with like A B C D E F, and then like add oh, on to it? We need something else. Let's get you know G. Yeah, you know, let's just keep building onto this. I'm just, it's so weird because you think of the English language and like how rarely we use some letters <laughs> yeah you know but they're very important when they're used right you know what i don't get fucking like silent letters like my name's deborah with a z like i don't i don't get it you know uh, the ones that don't make sense let me rephrase that. Like, the random... I'm trying to think of, like... Because I feel like some give context. Some, yeah. And... I'm trying to think of silent letter words. Like, does it... Even though it's silent, does it affect the way you pronounce the word? The ones where you... you when you see it, you're like, what the fuck? Uh, like, xylophone. You know, there's not a Z, but, like, it sounds like there is. Yeah. So... 
Like, since when did an X sound like a Z? Like hooked on pahonics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or duct tape. People get so mad because I over-enunciate the T on purpose. Well... Because everyone calls it duct tape. It depends. True, because there is, like, duct tape. Yeah, duct tape brand. Yeah. Duct tape. Yeah. What's the one, um... Supposedly? Not supposably? Yeah. Supposed with the D? Um, do you know definitely and defiantly are the two most commonly misspelled words and it's always you mean definitely but spelled defiantly? Like you flip them by accident? I can see that. Yeah, uh, yeah, because I, I am... <laughs> I used to be and really good at spelling. Ones like that, that because normally I'm not the best at spelling. You're right. I will gladly admit that. Oh, yeah. But I can generally look at it and go, that's not right. Like, mm-hmm. it's close. I don't know how to spell this. Yeah. But they'll get the idea. Right. <laughs> but definitely and defiantly, that's definitely <laughs> one where I'm like, oh. Is there an A or an E? They never look right. Yeah. Well, I don't remember what I was spelling, but I was sending someone a text. <laughs> And it was, like, a very normal word. Like, I, I think I was talking about a filler neck for a car or something. And I mm-hmm. spelled filler. And I'm like, that just... Looks wrong. That's wrong. And, like, I had to go ask. I was like, how do you spell filler? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so I'm not an idiot, but it, it just looks wrong. Well, and then you get into that cycle. So you're like, it looks wrong. So then you just, like, say it a couple of times. And then yeah. you're like, is that how you pronounce that word? Yeah, like, if you say a word over and over a bunch, it, like, starts to not sound like a word, yep. which is weird. It just loses all meaning. Completely. And then you just, like, you're like, do, am I able to speak English? Right, yeah, Did do I, I... I still have cognitive thought. There's another one. If you drop soap on the floor, is the floor clean or is the soap dirty? Hmm. And here's, here's another one kind of on the same line that, like, never... It, it makes sense, but, like, at the same time, it's kind of one of those, like, huh? Why is it when you get out of a shower and you dry off, the towel gets dirty? It also gets wetter and wetter the more it dries. Yeah, exactly. But I, I have a problem <laughs> for terrible jokes. Oh, I love um, them. They're my favorite. <laughs> I would say the poison's in the dose. So. Somebody repainted the ceiling and did a very fucking bad job. Where? Right there. Oh, is that paint? I thought it was just a shadow. I can't can't think of what it would be a shadow of is the problem. That. I think it's just a really shitty patch job. Oh, it looks like, you see that dark spot right in the middle? I bet there was a water leak there. Yeah, absolutely. Weird. I've never noticed that. Holy shit. Um, anyhow, yeah, the poison's in the dose. So, like, when you think about, like, what is a weed? A weed is a noxious plant. Right. So, dandelions are a weed, unless you intend to grow dandelions to make dandelion wine. Yeah, or to eat them, because they're super good for your heart. Like, one of the best things you can eat for heart health. Um... Bear, the people that own aspirin, oh yeah, also yeah. own Roundup. Like that's who started the whole dandelions are bad thing. Because even as recent as like our this... grandparents' generation would pull grass to make room for dandelions. 
Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, because they're like super good to eat. Well, and you don't see them anymore. No. Which is like, I remember when I was a kid, you used to have them all, all over. over the place. Everywhere. I'm specifically, so like I've already told her next year, I plan on tilling our entire yard and I'm going to replant nothing but like native grasses, dandelions, and like native pollinators and shit, and a shit dick load of milkweed, because the monarchs are going extinct, and that's really sad. Butterflies. Yeah, it's really a bummer, because like, I remember doing experiments with them as a kid, like putting them in a jar and like watching them turn into a butterfly. Yeah. You know, and apparently now there's so few of them that like, that's not so easy to do anymore. When you said I was experimenting with them, yeah, I, I would pull I their wings off and give them like, dragonfly wings. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, my mind immediately went to like Sid from Toy Story. Yeah, I'm like, what? Yeah, you're that one. <laughs> do you ever the magnifying glass? Do you ever watch Meat Canyon, the yeah. animator? It's so funny. So they reanimate and draw things these cartoons and it's little spoofs of really popular shit so like my favorite one is a bugs bunny one and he elmer fudd is hunting him and bugs kind of comes around a tree and is just like this fucking demon looking Mm -hmm. thing and he's like you got a tight little man pussy on you, don't you? And he, like, smells his pussy, and he's like, mm, stinks. And it's just fucking hilarious. But there's this one with um, Toy Story where if the dolls show someone that they're real and can talk, they get cancer and die. And so Woody, or not Woody, um, Andy is like, just straight up destroying other toys with Woody, like screaming at him to like show him that he's real because he saw them playing with Sid. And so finally, Woody's like, <laughs> you know, I didn't want to have to do this, but you have cancer now, Andy. Oh, shit. He's like, when we come to life, we 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 give the people cancer, Andy. Why do you think Sid's bald? Where do you think he's been? And he's like, he went to summer camp, and he's like, no, he's dead, Andy. And it's just the funniest shit ever because it's awkwardly detailed (laughs) in their animation style is just gold um yeah so in regard what (laughs) tangent it happens that's most of our show to be honest with you is tangents that's fair enough (laughs) I was thinking though the poison's in the dose Mm -hmm. so Soap in the right amount at the right time would be clean on the floor. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't intend for it to be clean, like you had way too much soap, like you spilled the dish soap. Right. Yeah, then well, the floor dirty is dirty. Because it's Unintentional. too much of a dose. Yeah. Not supposed to be there. Yeah, it wasn't like you're cleaning the floor, but it was like, ah, shit, I spilled that. Yeah. A lot of these are kind of dumb, too. Like... Sorry, I took the soap away. Uh, no, you're <laughs> you were absolutely fine. Um, like fourteen is technically the brain mate named itself. Ooh. You know, like I believe so. Like, ooh, it's the best time of day. It's twelve thirty-four. One, two, three, four. Oh. It's my favorite time every single day, and it's weird because every single day I notice it. I'll look down on like, got it. Twelve thirty-four. <laughs> um. Is it like ingrained in your circadian rhythm now? Yeah. 
yeah, like I'll sometimes I'll just check my phone and I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> I don't know. It just randomly one of those things I noticed and just stuck with. If you get scared half to death twice, do you die? <laughs> no, because half to death is like a half life. Yeah. So <coughs> you would just have infinitely less time to live. Essentially, because I mean, I think it's all a continuation if we want to get on the whole death thing. You know, because I truly believe what I've seen on DMT is is the what happens next, you know? And but, yeah. consciousness, if, if we take it from the all of this exists because I exist and because you exist because I can't see what you see, you know, so your universe is being observed because you're here and mine is being observed because I'm here, which means it has to exist is like consciousness is just a continuation it can't ever be extinguished i believe we're or nothing happened like neurons so each individual person is a neuron to the brain of the universe mm -hmm. so i can it's inform spider web. the universe of one thing you mm -hmm. can inform me yeah for yourself thing. yeah so we're both there. We're not necessarily, like, we don't have to be there. There's other neurons that could continue it if we weren't there. Right. Right. But we, be, by being there, we do inform mm -hmm. yeah. a portion of the universe. I think I've, I definitely see what you mean, for sure. Because, I mean, it makes sense. I, I do definitely agree with the spider webbing into mm -hmm. singularity you know um i have a very like self-centric point of view right so like everything that has ever existed or will ever exist exists because i exist you know because um of my direct influence so like yeah but to that like to that same point i believe we are part of the divine mm -hmm. so i believe that the divine reside like resides in each person <coughs> uniquely right as a collection we make up it the great divine. yeah yeah i i look at the i think as far as there being so like i don't have a like monotheistic singular divine if that makes sense i think I think we're a lot closer than we think we are. Oh, absolutely. I believe that we are currently the divine. This momentary little quick blip in the grand existence of everything is our time to learn the lessons that we're supposed to learn. And so until like your specific lesson, whatever yours may be or whatever mine may be, mm -hmm. you know, um, is truly learned from a truly unbiased point of view so you can look at it in its full negativity or its full positivity and pull things from both that's yeah. when like the true ascension comes to the fourth dimensional dmt plane afterlife from here mm -hmm. you know you just have to experience things and so once 
this vessel is gone, you know, my consciousness ascends or descends based upon how I learned and chose to move in this one. So if you're moving and trying to project more in a light and positivity kind of way, you know, being the creator of your own universe, that's what you're going to manifest into it. Not saying that bad shit doesn't happen, because it absolutely does, but I take it as lessons in a way to cheat code move forward. Yeah. You know? I, I very much agree with that. I describe it just a little bit differently. Oh, absolutely. And that's just my, like fucked up way of thought from processing my own trauma you know and and i mean it made sense and makes sense with the experiences i've had in being spoken with i think because i've had a lot of like i had a acid trip i don't know if i've told you this story um where i i took way too much and we would do this thing called voiding where pitch black and we would just blare music um and i took way too much and as i was coming up i was like oh this is a phenomenal come up like i want to go peak in the void and ended up living normal day-to-day conversations going to work paying bills separate life oh from very young till death yep and so I had to, and, and the really shitty thing was, there was a tell, like, it was realistic enough, but it was like, this is obviously not real, you know what I mean? Like, I understand that this is similar enough that I am supposed to be taking a lesson from this, and this is directly trying to teach me something, but at the same time, it was very easy to get kind of lost in, you know, and start being all like, oh, okay, maybe... Maybe I can get over the similarities. This is kind of cool. Have you ever watched the Truman Show? Uh-huh. So like that. You get Essentially. a trip and then yeah. it's like you're living uh-huh. yeah. a mini life inside. Inside of it. And the worst part is like I formed connections with people that were inside of it. And I had death. I had loss. And like was never truly able to like grieve those because when I came back, like at the end I watched essentially what I believe to have been my soul like dripping and in this one alt j song called dissolve me which is specifically about ego death and shit really faintly there are these gongs in the background and every single time a gong would hit like that droplet would hit something and it would just like boom color everywhere and when I came to it was raining I had no idea who I was I had no idea where I was. I didn't know who my girlfriend of, like, multiple years who I lived with at the time was. And, like, everything felt about that far off. Oh, But it was everything. And over where I was living at the time, I would walk my dog in this, like, perfect square around the neighborhood. And it's, I don't know, 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm fucking still higher than shit and, and have no idea what's going on yeah so i opened my bedroom door and i had my rgb light going and i didn't realize it and i felt the light like physically like hit you. like hit me and when i threw open the door i had like 
16 arms. Like, I had solid, visible tracers. They weren't just, like, real swift and, oh, I got a bunch of arms. It was, like, 16 of the bitches. And I realized, I was like, dude, my pupils are probably fucking massive because I've been in the pitch black for probably three or four hours and swing open to this bright as shit light. But I stumble my way outside and I'm thinking, I'm like, man, maybe if I walk the other way, because this was like a daily thing I would do because I had a giant, giant fucking German Shepherd at the time. And so like every single day. And so I left him at home because I didn't want to deal with his ass because he was hyper. (gasps) But I'm walking to the sidewalk and there's like a giant blue arrow spray painted on the concrete where they were like walk, marking water lines oh, yeah. or something. But it was facing clockwise because I always went left and mm-hmm. it was pointing to the right. And so I was like, that's a sign. And I'm walking down the road and I'm like, man, I understand where I am, but like I don't understand who I am. Yep. And I get down to this like line of buildings where I used to work, this little shopping center. It's got this like brick breezeway in front of it. And I look down at my, um, at the step in my phone and I look up and there's just like a silhouette of a dude. And I'm like, hmm, you're either going to kill me or tell me who I am. Cool. So I keep walking and like literally the dude was like, hey, Austin, you work at the smoke shop, right? And I was like, oh my God, yes. And like the dude was just trying to ask me what time we opened, I'm assuming. But But just like that one clue, like every, like, cause I just kept going. I was like, thank you, dude. Like, and he kept trying to talk. I was like, no, 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 no. Thanks. Like, thanks, man. I got to go. And so, like, I just totally blew off the guy's, like, actual fucking question. Um, and then made it home, and I watched, like, everything, like, like oh. click back into place, and everything felt fine again. But it was a very strange experience. Um, and so I had to look at that, like... Because, like, they knew they existed to teach the lesson. They didn't feel like they had the typical kind of life, like... When they left, they didn't go do their own shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, they just left. Um, and so, like, I had to look at those as, like, little feelers. You know, like, things that, like, my existence have tossed out into another universe to learn from. And how to move in following situations. Like, a, essentially, like, that was the simulation training. Yeah, yeah, yeah bringing back information to here and because like i've experienced more than once like situations like that um most of the time it was on dmt or salvia but the the lsd one really really fucked me up i want um i want to do the darkness retreat and like naturally propagate the dmt yeah yeah that'd be cool That'd be really fucking cool. There's a um, there's a church in New York, NYC psychedelic church. They believe that the actual chemical, you know the the actual like dimethyltryptamine chemical is God. which I've heard that I entirely understand you know because I mean it's it's released naturally in our brain like we produce it yeah I believe that we 
are God. So like we mm-hmm. are like we talked about earlier, like there not being an overarching divine being. Like I believe we are collectively right. that, and DMT allows us to access that portion mm-hmm. of ourselves. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they use this specific research chemical, and I cannot remember. I think it's called the Chapel of Sacred Mirrors. Transdenominational, transdenominational church organization. But they use this research chemical, and I cannot remember what it's called. Um, damn. Um, but they use, like... LSD and psilocybin and DMT hmm. like in their church services essentially that's cool as crap yeah 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 it's really really cool and it's I as far as I know it's still going on because they have like a religious exemption so wish, it's legal I know there's a like church of pot in Colorado isn't there I think so yeah that'd be something cool to go do Apparently, there's this place in Nevada, because we're planning on going to Nevada in October um, for this, like, gardening expo that's going on. Oh, yeah. And um, I guess there's this dispensary out there called Essence that is crazy good that we're going to have to go try out. Um, That's in November? uh, October. October. Yeah, and then we're coming home it's the fourth through the sixth and then we're coming back and then on the eighth we're going to st louis for an actual like cannabis expo they did just did one here in town didn't they did they i believe so i think it was a couple weeks ago yeah the international church of cannabis that's cool i don't think you can like actually smoke at the church but yeah no i mean it looks cool as shit if these are actual pictures of it Holy shit, that is cool. Damn. I'm gonna do a bunch of acid and go there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, holy shit. Like, the one place it would probably be fine to be like, Hey, dudes, I am higher than Hawk Pussy on LSD. I'm just gonna lay here for a minute. Yeah, yeah, chill. (laughs) Yeah, you're good, bro. Like, do you want some gongs or something? Oh, those brick people are so... That sucks. Shit, the bed. Fucking Google, quit being a bitch. Yeah, those murals. There's like a brick person and a... I don't even know what to call the other one, but they're terrifying. I think that was maybe Lake of the Ozarks, not Springfield. Oh, that's cool. That's a real... They have some really fucking cool artwork here, man. I want to go here. This is sick. Oh my god. They do laser shows? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Dude, this is awesome. I just love all the freaking, like, geometric patterns. Oh, it's insanity. I love it. Yeah, I mean, I see people smoking in the church. Yeah. It's like their sacrament, it says. I like their logo. Those triangles are cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they can, like, 
I think they can smoke in the church like as a sacrament, mm-hmm. but like it's not like you can just like sit in the pew and smoke. Like it's got to be part of yeah a thing. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they do weddings. How cool of a place to get married, dude? Dude, I would love if I ever get married. I would absolutely love to go out there because they do like you can do like a cannabis bar. Yeah. Like a reception. Yeah. Uh huh. And you want to go like, get married? <laughs> yeah, have a cash bud tender. Yeah. It's like hundred percent. That is the best. Dude, I got to write that down. That place is the shit. Um, I thought I maybe heard mention of Hot Springs. Oh? At some point in time. That would recently. be fun. But it's about time to make a trip out to Colorado to go visit the Hot Springs. Oh, yeah. Um, Speaking of, dude, so, like, apparently in a sauna, it greatly decreases like frequent sauna use greatly decreases your chances of death from like just regular body decay so do you know because it releases those like heat proteins or whatever do you know who wim hof is yeah i know the name yes so he he has a bunch of stuff that he does i remember like wim hof breathing yeah so breathing and then like cold exposure and then just generally stressing the body So I think the sauna does this. I mean, I think it does a lot to sweat out toxins and things. Yes. But also it like you expose yourself to stress and that builds your immune system. Yeah. And your body releases these specific overheat proteins. Um, I think it's cytokines is what it's called. Yes. And it's like overheat. Rebuild shit. Yeah. Um, Well, because I take cold showers now. Because of that, because I remember doing, I think it was Wim Hof. Yeah, he does cold water exposure um, too. I was trying to think of the, is his breathing techniques the one that help you release naturally DMT? Uh, s- s- well, no, not, well, yes Kind no. of, you sort know. Of. He's not so much, he doesn't push it so much that far. Right. Um, I can't, it was a dude without a shirt on the beach. He just touches the edge of that. Yeah. And I was doing that. This guy's like breathing techniques, and then it led me into Wim Hof and his breathing, and then his. What's that called? Um, it's fuck DMT breathing technique. I did not spell that correct. Um, Wim Hof method. Holotropic breathing. Yes. Thank so holotropic you. breathing is more what you're talking about. Yes. Wim Hof method um, just kind of almost touches the edge yeah. of that. And so it, it kind of led me down this rabbit hole. But now I like try to specifically do that like before I go to sleep. And then in the morning when I wake up, I do like 30 to 90 minutes of no like blue light exposure. So like I won't check my phone. I won't turn yep. the TV on. And I'll go take a cold shower for like most of that time. Um, so the breathing really works better on an empty stomach. I don't mm-hmm. know if you knew that, but yeah. if you don't eat within like three or four hours of when you yeah, eat. I'll usually like I I do a lot of intermittent fasting, um, and so I won't eat for the majority of the day until towards the evening. But I've been staying up later recently, anyways, um, and so I get probably a solid like five to six hours in oh. between. Last time I ate until I'm actually going to sleep. It definitely makes a huge difference. It's insane. 
It is crazy. Um, it, it's mind-blowing what meditation and breathing control can do. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> um, the first thing that popped up when I was researching that said, get high on your own supply. Mm-hmm. I guess that's Wim Hof's um, <laughs> quote. That's fucking, that's gold. <laughs> I texted that to her and I was like, I know where we're getting married. I was like, the International Church of Pot. And she's like, absolutely not. And I was like, but look at this fucking place. I'm like, just let the picture send, man. Give it a chance. <laughs> Because I've already been like, can we have a cannabis-themed wedding? Like, I want to have a cannabis bar at the wedding of oh, shit yeah. that I grew. You know, because I think that would be cool. Yeah. I'm a stoner. Whatever. <laughs> you know, and, and she's like, Absol- absolutely not. And I'm like, yeah. please. Give it time. I'm like, come on. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I told her I can't wait for us to get, like, real old and, like, be done with kids. Kids move out. So I can just get her ridiculously high, like, every day, because she'll have no responsibility. Yep. You know, like, we're already retired. To which her being her, she popped back with a, um, you think we're going to last that long? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Yup. <laughs> she bullies me, it's okay. You'll be fine. That's why I love her. It's the best. Um, but yeah, that sauna shit in the, I want to... I want to get like an actual metal trough and do some real ice baths. Cause I, I God, it'd be so much fun. Uh, yeah. I, I think I would love it. It's getting winter time. All you need is like a fifty-five gallon drum. Yeah. Well, and we've got that inflatable pool. Yeah, I think a barrel would be easier. You just like put a Pop chair next in. to it. Yeah. And just, you can just like dunk yourself down in it. Yeah. Completely submerge a lot easier. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I quit smoking. Oh. Like, entirely now, which is cool, I guess. <laughs> it's weird. Like, I went outside because, like, I'll go outside to, like, smoke my vape so it feels like I'm smoking a cigarette. That's, that's my my um, chip, not my cocaine. <laughs> it's okay. He's over here just cutting lines. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm the only person in the world that still uses nasal snuff. Um... His, when I worked at the smoke shop, this really old black lady came in and would get it. Oh, yeah. And she was, like, the only other person I've met that would ever buy it. Um, and she was a boss with the shit. It is the tobacco of, like, 100-year-old women. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Cause, uh, yeah. And it will put hair on your chest. Dude, so that, it like, hurts. Don't let that... <laughs> yeah, it hurts. Like, I hate the shit. And I love putting stuff up my nose. (laughs) That was my thing in active addiction. I fucking hate it. I just didn't ever like... I like the menthol because it clears your sinuses. Yeah, kind of opens you up. Really well. Yeah. So, especially now with, like, ragweed being in bloom. Yeah. Definitely opens me up. Oh, absolutely. I, uh, when I was in rehab, our teacher was this like old dirty hippie 
Oh, yeah. Like, went to Woodstock, made her own, like, cake deodorant with baking soda and vinegar and shit. Really, really cool chick. We still talk. She actually sent Estrid this really soft tie-dyed blanket. Oh, um, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I that really one. cool one. Um, but she... <laughs> We all got real sick with this sinus infection because, I mean, it's all of us real close together yeah, all the yeah. time. When one got sick, we're all fucked. That's what kids are. Yeah. Yeah, just balls of germs. Yeah. And so one of the, her thing is she would have you snort um, like cayenne pepper, garlic powder, Ooh. and like just this gnarly shit. And I remember... I like a big wad of ginger, just like I a piece of raw ginger. ginger, and just like chew on it. That'll open you up. I I hate ginger by itself. It'll make you feel better about your day, no matter how shitty your day is. After that, you're just like, <laughs> yeah, oh, that was rough. Yeah, if that's as bad as it gets, it's a good day. And I just I don't like ginger candy. I like ginger when I cook with it. So I make some bomb ginger honey cough drops like homemade cough drops okay i would try them it's it's like with lemon and ginger so i mean you cook it down yeah 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 they're phenomenal i would probably try that i would be cool with that but like i remember uh my aunt is a lot like she is Mm -hmm. and it sometimes it's scary but she tricked me into eating ginger candy Ooh. And it was like the really gross, all natural. It's basically just freeze dried ginger chunks. Yeah, like, like candied ginger. Oh, <laughs> it was so gross. Ugh. Oh god, it was bad. And and ever since, I just I fucking hate ginger. They're I'll cook the shit out so of it. Like I'll cook you. with it. Yo, oh, yeah. Good for your allergies. Good. Yeah, for, absolutely. Um, good for your stomach like if you're sick to your stomach yeah yeah there's a lot of it's crazy what plants can do I, specifically i mean just cannabis oh yeah it's crazy it's fucking insane just one plant can do so many things literally all of the things it, quite literally you can make like, plastic you can make concrete hempcrete is like 10 times stronger than regular concrete and it's fire resistant yep like I always, I always told her I was like, if we ever build a house, I was like, it's getting built out of hempcrete. I was like, I don't care how much more expensive it is. I don't think it's more expensive, really. It it probably um, isn't. It's way it particular. Well, it's way cheaper to grow than cotton. Right now, as well. it may not be cost effective, but if it was, this accessible. would be like we moved out into the woods of Colorado or Washington yeah. or Oregon, somewhere where places where it's accessible. Yeah. Um, but like, it uses. Like 10,000 less gallons than cotton per acre. Oh, I don't know that. It, noise, is, it is insane how much more beneficial it is to grow than cotton. Like, it's it's ridiculous. It's good for the flutter bias too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Good for those. It's good for the soil. Cotton strips the soil. I'm pretty sure it's a native plant to Missouri. Yeah, and, and that's the crazy thing is it's native almost everywhere except Antarctica. And that's just because we oh. don't know what Antarctica looked like way back when. But otherwise, it's cultivated and has been in every country across the world. Successfully. Successfully for foreverty. You know, like there's some United States 
not really land races, but some very old genetics. You know, they're not old enough to be considered a land race. Um, most of that shit came from uh, Mexico and South America and then um, the Middle East. Yeah. Uh, that's where we get our Afghan and all of our Indicas and shit. Because before, all we could get was sativas. Because that's all that would grow. But yeah, now, it, I mean, it's it's everywhere. You know, because, I mean, there's, we find wild hemp all over the place yeah, I down say our land. There used to be a big patch at, like, some of the conservation areas around here. I can't remember if it was, like, probably Stott City or Flag Springs or somewhere, but yeah. one of the big conservation areas. Yeah. Wild hemp literally thing. grows anywhere. It's crazy. It's such an adaptive plant. It's so adaptive, it's... I mean, quite literally, could be grown anywhere. It's crazy. Oh, man. I think I'm going to take a dab. That's what I think I'm going to do. Interesting. Oh, shit. Just knock everything off. Big galoot. Yeah. Um, had I shown you this yet? Mm-mm. Yeah, so I bought one of these um, nectar collectors years ago. And... I had given it to my brother, but I went back to the same vape shop whenever I bought the, like, Caliburn thing. I was like, if they have one, I'm going to buy it. But it was like $120 when I bought it last time. So I was fully prepared to pay that again because it's so nice. Um, And then I I strolled in. This was the last one, and I got it for 40 bucks. And I'm like, hmm, yeah, you're coming home. (laughs) You are absolutely coming home. It's, It's my favorite nectar collector I've ever had. I've never seen one. Yeah, the bubblers are the shit, man. There's a lot of reclaiming this bitch because somebody doesn't know how to use a fucking nectar collector. My dad likes to come take dabs, oh, but then yeah. he'll like suck up a bunch. Plastic. Yep. Yeah. Fucking reclaim bullshit. Now we're gonna take a, a real dab. Assuming this bitch stops fucking catching on fire. That would be helpful. Ah, a little bit. God damn it, I love this thing. Yeah, absolutely. <coughs> just, uh, here, I'll make it easy for you. I'll just leave it on. And then, yeah, just heat that up. It'll start to kind of glow red on the tip, and then just tap it. If you hold it right there, there you'll be golden. And the cool thing is it's titanium, so it retains its heat very well. Like, you're probably good there. Oh. Oh, and then yeah, just tap it. They're a little weird to get used to. But once you kind of 
get the hang of it. I have a smaller one that's actually right next to you that would probably be easier to learn on. It's quartz glass, so it oh, heats yeah. up the little blue thing. Yeah, it heats up quite a bit quicker. It's a little bit easier to get it down. It kind of looks like a dildo. Yeah, yeah. I've had that thing for years, and like I'm shocked it hasn't broken or cracked. It, and the glass has, but like I'm surprised the silicone is still decent because that thing's been put through the fucking ringer. I am proud of that thing. It is done fucking phenomenally. I don't know where. I've got a pipe floating around somewhere or two. Oh yeah. Um. The blue one is here. The blue glass one, the big one. I think one. I have like a clear one too. And then the clear one is also here. It's uh, it's downstairs. Are the little clear one or? It was the, just smaller. Like about that big or like that big. It wasn't that small. Okay, like because there's like a six, a four to six inch clear pipe downstairs as well. All most of the smoking shit minus like, the like bong is clear downstairs. Clear purplish maybe. It was. Yeah. It is no longer. Well, yeah, yeah. the clear purplish stuff was like Sharpie. Oh. And so like I went to clean it one day because I had used it because it, it had like, like wiped off. Well, and I set it in the alcohol and it just immediately was just gone and I was like, oh, <gasps> what the fuck. I was like, I just... It was color changing. Yeah, I was like, how does that even happen? And then I was like, oh shit, I bet it was Sharpie. Or something, like some kind of just paint. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it was really weird. So now it's totally clear. Yeah. <laughs> it's easier to see the rosin. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's okay. Um, <laughs> I think that's a good place to leave it off. I will catch you guys on the next episode. Peace.